Hi, hi, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Fixies, and you're listening to the Spark on Thrive podcast, and I am so excited about today's guests. This series, the Social Media Trends series, we do it every year. It's our most popular series, and of course, we've got one of our most popular coaches on the call today, Sophie Bradley. So thank you, Sophie, for being here. Hi, it's so lovely to be here. Where has that year gone, Joy? Seriously, we did this, as you said, in 2021. <laughs> now it's 2022. It's crazy. It's too fast. And a lot has changed uh, <gasps> in the last year. I mean, COVID's still here. We're still dealing with it. In fact, uh, I've got a, a child in my house with COVID as this is being taped and my husband just got over COVID. Uh, so we know that it's still around. Um, how, has, uh, how has COVID impacted Instagram in the last year? Well, Instagram has been on a roll. <laughs> it's been crazy in 2021, seriously. There's been so many new features. It's been actually really quite hard to keep up um, because they've just been testing new things and trialing, you know, new ways of getting people to connect and engage and collaborate and um, and it's and there's been a lot of competition and reels have been really high up there still um, and they will be coming into 2022 and going forward. Um, it's impacted organic reach a bit. It's been tough in 2021. So it's it's a lot about understanding that uh, there are all these new features, but uh, you don't have to know them all. You can know them bit by bit, um, but it is massively still about community and connections and being a valued part of other people's communities, but really valuing your community. And I can't, can't state that more. It really is because that's how on an organic level with all the different features that they've put in place that you are going to be able to help grow your accounts. Yeah, community is massive. And I think interestingly enough, that has continued um, virtually because we can't have community in person. Um, and, you know, we have to find community other places. Uh, and interesting that that has continued to be a trend. That was something we talked about last year. What are some of the new features that you think people, it's worth learning? You know, like there are certain things that come out and people trial them and then they flop. Um, obviously when reels came out, they took off because you got more exposure. I, I'm the jury's still out on guides. What do you think about guides? Are they even worth bothering with? And what other features are exciting that have been introduced that are worth t testing out? It's an interesting one, actually. We talked about guides before. Remember that. And um, I think guides, they I think they're underused, actually, and they can have a place. I don't think they're necessarily the, the, the main space for people to uh, then sort of for the algorithm to help you as much as you'd like. But they're invaluable because over the festive period, I encourage people to use them, actually. And I saw lots more people using them in terms of identifying the different services that they had, the different products, uh, loads of tips that they sort of brought together. And then also what people were doing with guides is they were repurposing them. Okay, they were repurposing them in their email marketing. I know this isn't about that, but actually they were invaluable for that. So they were gathering all their wonderful, wonderful tips or the products that they wanted to showcase and they were putting them in one guide and then they were bringing them across and actually using in their email marketing to showcase that, to really highlight, you know, particular things that they wanted to with their audience. So there's still a little place there for them. I still think so. But it's not where Instagram is pushing us to go. It, it isn't. So we've got to use what they have, 
but we've got to we've got to really you know make use of the tools that they are going to really push we have to um because we we want to make it work for our businesses but it's all about testing and i always say this joy genuinely that we we need to test our content. We need to test um, the, the, the tool itself in terms of what works for our audience. Because Mr. Adam Masseri, the lovely head of Instagram, I really like him actually, he's got a really nice manner and he's become very personable and very approachable and very out there. So he's making Instagram very sort of, you know, sociable, very approachable. And there's a key, there are key things in those two messages in terms of the way he does it that actually I think we can take from that and think about how we do it. But he, he, he massively is using uh, reels at the moment um, in his content creation. And it's purely for reels um, are being used for updates. So he's using them to literally give his updates on 2022. He, he created a reel the other day, six days ago, all on the key areas of focus for 2022. And I think that's really interesting because Reels went down the route of being all about fun and all about, you know, transitions and all about, you know, uh, making them very concise and catchy. But because they've lengthened them to 60 seconds during 2021, he's now using them to literally give you an update so whereas before you'd have used, you know, a normal video format on on or, or potentially an IGTV, which is now gone. IGTV is gone um, and, and the videos formatting are sort of being all brought together. He used that. And it's very interesting to see that actually reels are being used that way. So think about reels in terms of not just being about having to do transitions, lip syncs, make them real quite literally, <laughs> you know, make them authentic. Actually you know, choose to use them in a way where you are maybe just outlining, you know, something that's coming up and you make it just very, as though somebody was walking into your shop and you were just talking to them. And if you look at his formatting, it's very clever actually. So that's where I would say Reels is also going. It's not just about those quick, fast, quick links, but making it a very sort of more um, informal, more sociable way of talking to somebody in 60 seconds but because they want us to use that format, I would be using it for that as well. So this is interesting on the real side. So let, let a couple just things for people who are listening who might be new to social media. Um, so guides are where you can bring different posts um, that you together that you've done on Instagram into a guide. Yeah. Uh, and collect them together. So we talked about that. Um, and we talked about how you can share guides into an email list to get clicks back to your social media, which is a really great strategy. And you should be doing that. You should obviously be building a mailing list at the same time. That's very important. We talk about that all the time. You need to have a mailing list and you need to have social, um, you know, uh, very, very important. Facebook and Instagram both went down in 2021 and people, if they didn't have a mailing list, had no way to communicate with their community otherwise uh, for that period of time. But then when we're talking about reels, uh, where it, like you said, originally it was the dancing, the pointing uh, and, you know, the music, et cetera. So when you talk about this shift in reels, you're talking about people 
using the reels format to create just a 60 minute video uh like a talking head video or you yeah or so, so, so it's like all of the fancy bits with it with the music no no i mean you can still use it because obviously within your strategy you'll want to go into show people you know you want to educate people you want to inspire them you want them to have fun with you as your as a business owner as a brand because that's how you would be if they came into your shop if they came into your studio wherever you work you know if they came to see you in the real world out of these squares you would want them to experience that but what I've seen more and more of and he's been using it a lot which is you know he's a good person to watch because you can see little things that he begins to introduce and actually think hmm ah bing a light bulb moment let's use some of this and see how it works with our audience but yes it's literally a 60 second reel and he is um, talking away and he'll have literally a caption that will tell you what that reel is about so you know um he, he put it you know instagram 2022 um and and that's what it was and then he has actually been captioning them elsewhere so he's pre-recorded it he's captioning them elsewhere so you know subtitling them and then actually they're uploading it and that's actually key to see that there is this movement away from just having you know these quick things that are moving and and it's slowing it down a little bit it's making it more what i would say authentic and personable um and and social so that we can build those communities and we can build those connections and that's something that he talks about in this reel that he created six um, days ago um, is that he talks about how he really wants um, people to have more control over um, Instagram you know and, and, and understand they brought in um, you know the sensitivity element to um, Instagram where they want people to feel as though that they they can turn off likes that they can um, ensure that they don't see certain words that they can block um, you know inappropriate comments because of obviously uh, the, the terrible racial slurs that have taken place and bullying on um, Instagram and they're trying to move and stop this from happening which is good I think they can do a lot more but they are making those moves, which is a good thing. But he wants people to have more control, he's saying, within the world of Instagram. And I think that's something to really important to take on board. Um, and he wants it to be more transparent so that we know how it works so that we can make best use of it. And they're his words. And I think that's important because Instagram has always been this sort of thing out there. You can't contact them <laughs> if something's gone wrong you um you know and 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 it's all these hidden things of you know how it works and all these hidden things about the algorithms you know and but actually they they seem to be wanting to be a little bit more available more transparent it may be you know as i said there's a lot of work to do in those areas but they want to reel us in <laughs> and they are in still competition with tiktok massively which is why they're doing everything they can to make themselves as approachable, as likable, and they want us to get to know, like, and trust Instagram, I think. I think that's what's going on in marketing terms, quite literally. Well, one thing we talked about a lot last year was the emergence of shopping, Instagram shopping, Facebook catalogs and shopping, et cetera, all that, connecting the two, getting them going. How, uh, how has shopping evolved on Instagram? Is that still a very key part of the Instagram features and has anything evolved there? Yeah, massively. I mean, Instagram shopping, if you thought you knew what Instagram shopping was about, um, watch this space because they're going to really up their game. What they've talked about is actually um, creator led commerce is going to change the way we shop. 
So um, in 2022, what they're going to do is they're going to be rolling out their native creative affiliate program um, more widely, which will provide a more significant monetary incentive for influencers of all sizes to sell products on behalf of brands. So they're going to really push people who are influencers, creators, who are linked with brands to be able to make better uh, you know, monetary gain out of it. So people will therefore, it's encouraging people, isn't it, to shop. And we hope that people will be authentic in the way that they use it. And that's what I'm going to say is, you know, be mindful, you know, do your research with, you know, when people are promoting brands, um, you know, make sure that you don't just take it at face value. I would say that regardless of the fact that I love Instagram, we need to be ensuring that we are actually shopping safely um, and, and that we do actually get to know, like and trust the people who are promoting these brands um, and, and feel that it is authentic. But it's, it's there to try and help the influencers. And by that, I would say that actually brands or businesses thinking about working collaboratively with people who could work as influencers for them um, would be a really great way for businesses to grow. And when I talk about that, collaborating is really, really key on um, this platform. They've introduced a collaboration uh, tagging system so that um, for reels, for carousels, for videos, uh, normal formatting for posts, um, so that when you create a post, on Instagram and you get to the very end. So when you create it natively on Instagram and you get to the end and instead of just tagging somebody that you would normally do if you were doing something in collaboration with another business or another person, you can now invite them to collaborate with you and you can literally put them. And so what that does is it showcases your post on their grid. And if they were to create the post and they collaborate with you, the same thing. So you get visibility is increased because you'll be seen by their audience and then they will be seen by your audience as well. So it, it's great in that way. So they've, they've put those things in place before and now they're talking about really, you know, pushing this affiliate program. Well, that's, creators. I mean, that's massive to get automatic real estate on somebody else's grid. And for our listeners who are new to Instagram, we have people from all different levels who listen, but the grid is really that people talk about the nine squares and things like that. I mean, that's really your grid. It's, it's when people go to your account and they can look and they can see what you're posting because a lot of people before they decide to follow you or to join your community really is what we want to say is, you know, they're going to go and check you out and they're going to look at the stuff that you do and who you collaborate with will enhance their uh, interest in following you, connecting with you, um, joining your community, et cetera. So that's really interesting uh, about the creatives. Um, and how about ways for creatives to get paid? Is that changing in 2022? It, it, that's what it is. It's, it's about this affiliate program. They haven't gone into detail about it, um, but it's going to be that they're just going to make things easier for people when you do actually have um, uh, an account to be able to recoup the money that you've um, uh, organized between you and the other business. And that's where the collaboration um, is key. Um, but even if you don't, even if you don't use this affiliate program as a creator, um, 
it's key to understand the importance of collaborating because collaborating is building your community. Collaborating is sharing your story to a wider audience. Collaborating is actually enabling others to see the services and products that you provide. And therefore it's a, a great way to generate leads and it's a great way then to actually increase the likelihood of sales. And it, it really is key. And so with the collaborating um, uh, facility that I just talked about, people will then see it within the feed and what that means is is not only will you see a post that will have two names at the very top of the Instagram post for those two businesses it will also mean that you can click through straight away you'll be able to click through to that other person and go and see what they're about and that's the power of Instagram within these small little squares if you understand how to use the tool and you have a really good strategy behind that, you can really help yourself to grow and connect with a wider audience and get them to know, like, and trust you, which I always go about. <laughs> but what I mean by that is to actually know what you're about, what your values are, what your products are, what your services are, and actually get to feel that they want to be a part of your world and that it will help them and they want to buy from you. And that's the idea of Instagram ultimately is, you know, it's a research tool. It's a it's a search engine in parts, a little bit. It's not, well, not a search engine, but it's a, it's got, it has got good searchability on it. Um, but it's, and, and, and that's something to always hold in, 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 you know, your heart. Whenever you're creating content on Instagram is to always think actually people are searching for, you know, something to shop from. People are searching for a service. People are searching for social media uh, training and, 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 and think about how you can get people to find you. And yeah. that should be, you know, through through your um, making sure that your keywords actually within your captions, making sure that hashtags, which are still a bit up and down hashtags, there's, you know, um, uh, they need to be tested um, regularly to see how they're working. Um, but but thinking about how you can be found, you know, are you using your alt text to be more accessible so that you're more accessible to an audience who may, you know, uh, have hearing difficulties or visually impaired. How are we working with our audiences to make sure that we connect with them as best as we can? You're, you're talking about the alternative text. Also. Yeah, that's right. It's important because it's part of that keyword, um, uh, you know, searching that people will do. And, and it's, you know, and, and we need to be connecting and respecting diversity, equality. You know, I go on about that because of my background and what I used to do before you know became involved in social media but it's it is important because when people think about it if they come into a real shop we want to you know understand them we want to actually connect with them we want to be able to communicate with them in the way that best you know represents them and that's that's key it sounds a lot but actually isn't we do it all the time but sometimes when we come on these little squares we forget how we yeah. do it out in the real world is quite interesting. Well, let's, go, let's go back to this collaboration piece because I think this is really important um, yeah. because there's going to be people listening right now and they're like, well, I can't collaborate because I only have 100 followers or 200 followers. So let's, let's, uh, let's talk about collaboration and what the, like, what the minimums are. Do you have to have a certain number of following in order to participate in collaboration? Um, no, no, not at all. You really don't. I mean, you'd, you'd have to have a business account. Um, and so, yes, you do have to have 100 followers. But what I would say is think of it as though, again, taking it into the real world. If you were to go into a business 
and you connect with somebody and you feel that actually your values align, that um, your products maybe align or your services align, and you could actually benefit and complement what each other is doing, then it's a great way of actually forging something to take that forward both in the real world, so beyond social media, but also within the world of social media and especially on Instagram. So you can really, you know, you can you can connect with people. That's the power of Instagram. And I, I love it for that, is that you can find people because you, that you can search and find people through um, different communities, through hashtags, through reels, you can find people and then you can begin to connect with them. You can literally, you know, connect with them through um, commenting on, on their content, um, going and DMing them um, directly, you know, in a polite way. We don't want to spam anybody and building these connections and then actually seeing if there's a way that you can collaborate. And it, it, it literally is taking that fear away and, and, and understanding about, as I said, connecting with people and communicating. And if you really believe in what it is that you do, and what you love doing, um, then I think that connection can be made easier. And, and after all, what you're doing is you're benefiting others by forming a collaboration because they get the best of two worlds. Or, so let, let's talk know. about let's talk about a collaboration that you've seen that's worked really well. What what how they structured it? What kind of creative they used in order to do that? Um, or how would you like? What would be the best way for someone to get started with a collaboration? So I think the best way is to, to actually think about, you know, strategically um, who complements your business. Um, and so say with me, so working with somebody who creates websites and so therefore actually understanding <clears throat> that that would really help the small businesses that I work with to have somebody who um, would be able to help them create a website. And so actually understanding that we could then complement each other in a way that I can promote the services that they provide because I know firsthand that they work and vice versa, they can promote the um, services that I provide to help those small businesses. So we can join together um, and then on Instagram, we can actually create assets, so visuals, or we could create a joint, uh, we could do a live um, together um, and, and talk about how we could actually help people um, and, and the service that we want to provide or the products that we want to provide that will actually enable people to, you know, uh, get some benefits. Um, and, and so there are different ways. You could create a static image, you could create a video, as I said, you could go live together, talk about it and, and provide something at the end of it. Um, and, and then when you'd create this collaboration as an actual post, you'd have your caption that you would design between the two of you, and then you'd send it out into the world of Instagram as a collaborative post, which would enable people to then see it from both perspectives within both audiences. You could share it into your stories and let people know there that you're collaborating. It's a great way for people to understand that you don't want to just do it in isolation, that you're really thinking about them and their benefits as a small business or uh, as a creative or as a, uh, as a health coach or, you know, that how you can actually help them in partnership with somebody else. Well, I, I love this like... idea of, of doing lives <laughs> with someone else yeah. and, and turning that into collaboration. So do you then edit the like once you've done your live video and you've posted it into your Instagram videos? Because I mean, I, it's funny. Mine still says IGTV. I know IGTV is dead, but mine still oh, wow. says it. 
which is oh, so wow. weird. It is, yeah. We haven't pulled it from our um we haven't pulled it from our curriculum yet because people are still seeing it. I'm still seeing it, et cetera. Yeah. So I think eventually it'll go away. But you create that you do your live video and then it goes into your Instagram videos now is what it's called. Right. And then you do your, then you add your collaboration at the end, or do you have to pre add your collaboration? So what you would do is that at the very end, when you write up your caption um, to post, you know, to, to, to publish um, that live is that you would again, where it says tag, um, rather than just putting the at purse, you know, and, and the name of that other business, you actually get um, a, a visual aid that says invite collaborator. And that's where you actually collaborate with that individual. So, so it's a, it's a powerful tool. And can you and if, do and it if, retrospectively or do you have yeah. to do it in the moment? No, you can do it retrospectively. The beauty with lives is that you can, um, uh, you can, uh, they can be archived. Um, so if you set up your settings um, for them to be archived, you, um, they are there available for you for 30 days after the live has taken place. You can save that to your phone and then you can actually upload it. Um, and you can upload it now if you have, um, you know, a laptop and a phone that, that synchronize and that talk to each other. You can upload it either from your phone as a, as a new um, post um, and, um, or you can upload it from your um, laptop because you now, well, most people have the facility of actually posting and publishing from their laptops. It's not quite, I don't think, it doesn't work quite as well, but you can do that. That's another facility that they brought in actually last year. I don't think people are using it quite as much as maybe they'd like, but um, I think people are still very much on mobiles with Instagram particularly. Yeah, no, definitely. But it is nice to know that that feature is available. I mean, we always were, we're big fans of, of Creator Studio because it's just easy, yeah. it's fast, it's built in, it's done by the networks. But a lot of people still like to use um, third-party um, uh, third pre-schedulers. In fact, we're testing one out at the moment. We haven't come out to say, yes, we totally think this is amazing. But at the moment, Abby really likes it because we can pre-schedule group posts on Facebook mm-hmm in advance from this third-party tool rather than oh, straight wow. in. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be talking okay. about what we're using later if, if we continue to use it, but Abby seems to like it. Everything's in one place, it's easy. Um, but w- what I'm curious about, so we've talked about um, guides, we've talked about reels, we've talked about shopping, we've talked about collaborations. Uh, is there anything else that we need to know about? I mean, at one point yeah. they said that the, 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 the grid was dead and stories were where it was at. Uh, so also I'd love to know what your thoughts are on the, on the combination between the grid and the stories and how those are, those are moving forwards. But yeah, we've only got about five minutes. So give us we've the got lowdown. To, got to, yeah, no, no, no. Seriously, one of the big, big things, big, big things is the introduction of the chronological and suggested content feeds. And he's actually gone public with it in this um, recent uh, reel that he created. And they are going to, so basically they're testing feed changes, okay? But, but they actually are bringing it in now and they're testing it more and they want to actually launch the full experience in the first half of this year. So they're going for this. And the idea is that there will be three different feeds in home, okay? Feed number one will be called home. This is the Instagram experience you know today. So where your content is ranked based on how they think, as in Instagram, the algorithms think you are interested in each and every post. 
Um, so, it, it, you know, that's going to be what we already know. So that's feed number one. This goes back to them wanting us to have control and understand how Instagram works and take back control. Um, but it's also because it's a little bit the ones that are coming up because they're a little bit like TikTok. Um, so, and then the feed number two will be called favorites. And this is what they're saying it will be called at the moment. Knowing Instagram, they'll change something because they like to do that. But that will be a subset. And that's a list of accounts that you don't want to miss things from. So you can then go in and you'll be able to actually choose to go into feed number one, which will be home, which will look like it does now. And you'll see, you know, sort of 6% of what people are producing, you know, so you're limited and not many people get through their whole feed in any case. So you miss a lot of content. Feed two will be those that you really want to hone in on. So this could be a really good technique if they go ahead with this. If you're really wanting to hone in strategically on certain accounts so that you can really build those connections to then potentially build oh, so collaborations. You what you see in that feed. You do. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You actually choose. They will have, you know, the facility for you to be able to literally click on to have feed number one, feed number two. And there's also going to be feed number three. So it's not going to confuse anybody. <laughs> Of course it is, which is why this is this is good to talk about. And this is something that we'll have to go on a journey, all of us together to learn about it and actually help each other to you know, make sure it works best for us. But number three will be um, a chronological list of posts from accounts that you follow. Which is um, the way Instagram started out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the way back no, to the I know. days where it was chronological. <laughs> I know, but that, that's what human beings do, isn't it? We always go around in circles. We do it with fashion. We do it with everything. But that's, it, but that's interesting that there's the three feeds. And I do like the yeah. favorites feed because I think if you follow like thousands of people, you're never really going to see the stuff you really want to see unless you exactly. are honed in on them. Um, so, and, and what about stories and, and the, the, the stories and the grid? I mean, one, one of the trends I saw happening in 2021 is still happening now. Someone puts me on the grid in order to get more likes and engagement they'll then share that into their stories is that still happening in 2022 it's still definitely yeah. happening in 2022 yeah it will be um stories you know they put a lot of input into stories again they gave the link sticker in uh, stories which is um where normally people who had 10,000 plus um, followers, they could put in a link directly to um, a URL, you know, for booking for a particular service for products, um, something that they were promoting or somebody else's things that they were promoting. Now, everybody or most people have access um, and um, to this link sticker, which it, it is transformational, seriously, within um, Instagram for small business owners who can then have a direct link. You don't have to put link to bio or, or go and visit my bio. You literally put the link and you can customize it uh, within your story so people can click through. It's a game changer for small business owners. It really is. And I've seen that transformation and I've seen the kick through where people have actually clicked through and being able to purchase. And it makes, again, the shopping yeah. facility so much easier for people, but it's great for business, for small business owners. I have to say, when that first when that link feature first came out, it totally sucked though. I mean, in, in all honesty, like we were trying to, like, I know we, our, we had social media volunteers using it and it never worked. And it was so really? frustrating. Oh yeah. It was like, <laughs> and I kept saying to them, why are you putting this stupid link thing on here? Because it doesn't go anywhere. Right. And no. it was, yeah. And, and it would say like techpixies.com when actually we wanted them to go to like techpixies.com forward slash vision workshop. And because you, 
I guess you get to tell what you get to say what they see and then you get to see what they click through to. Is that correct? Yeah. So so how it works is that you literally do choose the URL that you want it to go to. You pop that in. You can preview that now, which you couldn't before. So you can preview that and then you can customize the name of the link. So it doesn't just come up with a, a you know, a, a random name. Thing. Yeah. And if and if you don't want it to just say techpixies.com, but you want it to come through to, you know, book your ticket for whatever it is or you know you can actually customize it to 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 make it a really good call to action in its own right and and that's really powerful so stories are definitely there to stay um, and, they, and this link feature works it does work <laughs> so it, use it. it does work so use it I was so annoyed though I couldn't figure out why it was and then I thought okay well if this thing does work it's amazing because it re- removes that need to have 10,000 followers I think Instagram realized it's not actually easy for the average person to get 10,000 followers no um in fact growth on Instagram takes a long time uh, if you're going to do it organically and authentically and, you know, as a, a relate without massive um, ad spend, et cetera, and without like a major follow on follow, um, uh, you know, plan, which, uh, you know, which does work. Um, but we're, you know, we don't recommend that uh, beyond getting getting started, you know, just to, you know, I, I still say, you know, it's a controversial topic and we've had a conversation internally about whether or not we keep it, whether or not we don't keep it, et cetera. Um, and really, you know, the follow and thought follow method, which doesn't really exist anymore in the way that it used to exist, is just about finding people that you want to connect with and connecting with them and actually having real conversations with them, you know, commenting on their posts okay. and d- DMing them connect. But and then, you know, but they, but you also can, you know, and it's not this massive, you know, massive follow all the time. But my point is, if you're not connecting with people, if you're not following people, if you're not doing those relationship things, your account will not grow. So, you know, you do have to do um, a bit of that. And the unfollow side of it is really, you know, if you do reach out to someone and you do follow them and you do connect with them and they're not interested in connecting with you, they're not interested in following you back. They're not interested in a relationship. Well, you don't have to keep following them and you can eliminate them from your from your Instagram world because they're not wanting to com- communicate with you. And it just, you know, that that is the reality. Not everyone wants to connect with everyone all the time. And as again, so, I think that's absolutely true. And I think it's fine to feel that you can actually unfollow people, um, you know, based on what they're bringing into your world, into your world on Instagram, into your business world. And in the real world out there, you know, you if, if you knocked on somebody's door and they didn't open it and they didn't want to know, well, you'd walk away and you'd say, well, I, I tried and, and it didn't work or it wasn't the right timing. And there's no necessity to continue that communication. And that's all you're doing. So yeah. I think it's right, actually. So. And I, th- I think it's important to look at who you're following and cull that mm. and make sure that you're following people you want to be connected to, your, totally. your, that the things that are popping up on your your feed number one and feed number two, feed number three are things that that matter to you and that, that lift you up and make you make your day better, right? On that okay. note, if people want to follow you, uh, <laughs> how, how would they find you on social media, especially on Instagram? So if they want to follow me, and which would be lovely if you did, because I love meeting new people. Um, so they can come find me on Socially Sophie B. Um, everywhere, actually, because as I was very well trained by you um, and Tech Pixies, I have the same handle across all platforms. <laughs> so Socially Sophie B. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll test out our collaboration feature when we post this video onto Instagram and see if we can Brilliant. work. Um, thank you for your time. Uh, you are always a breath, breath of fresh air. And, um, and I so appreciate your insights on Instagram. Um, you do a wonderful job coaching our students. 
and uh, and looking after our Instagram curriculum. And uh, we just want to say thank you very much. And uh, thanks to those of you who are listening and watching. We appreciate your time as well. Have a great day. Thanks, Joy. Take care.